dementia researcher with a blog and a rating. It's been a few months since I last put fingers to keyboard and wrote a blog. I'm one of those people who needs to be inspired, which is probably bad for somebody who has blogger in their Twitter bio. In this blog, I have a simple message. It's a great time to need research funding, so get applying. During 2020, and even in 2021, dementia research funding was a little hard to come by, particularly career-based grants. PhD and fellowship funding was suspended by charities in the UK, other grants became even more competitive, and I met lots of early career researchers who were very worried. Fast forward to 2022, and as I write this, in July, the Dementia Researcher website has over 60 open grant calls in the directory. And in the UK, the NIHR has just announced a further £11.8 million in funding. And in the USA, the Alzheimer's Association is about to open its latest round of international fellowship grants. I always try to make my blogs useful, so I thought it would be helpful for me to highlight some of the open funding calls just in case you miss them. I also want to provide some top tips for those who are looking for a job with funding rather than their own funding. And finally, make a case for why Alzheimer's and dementia research is the best place to be working. Clinicians, qualitative and social care. For clinicians, and by that I mean all types of healthcare professionals, from physiotherapists to neurologists. Did you know you're in demand? There's a massive concerted effort underway to try and encourage you to get involved in research. This comes in many ways, from supporting recruitment to studies, getting hands-on with delivery and raising awareness. There's also brand new funding from the Alzheimer's Society to allow you to lead small independent projects, even before you do a PhD. Of course, they also have an open PhD calls and longer fellowship calls with salary and research funding, something that researchers have been asking for for quite a while. Alzheimer's Research UK have fellowships with the Association of British Neurologists and Race Against Dementia. For those interested in care and social care and clinical work, the NIHR has funded 15 of the NIHR Applied Research Collaborations, or ARCs for short, to each award three career development grants for early career researchers in dementia, working with specific themes and including qualitative research. So keep an eye open for the individual calls. There's a link in the show notes. Of course, there's also funding outside the UK. DZ&E currently has its Hans and Isla Brewer Foundation Doctoral Scholarship call open for the fundamental research, clinical research and healthcare research, including development of innovative healthcare concepts. In the US, the Alzheimer's Association, as I mentioned, are about to have their summer 2022 funding call, and as ever, the NIH has a massive rolling programme of grants, many of which are ECR-focused, and it's currently funding dementia research at record levels, leading the world in the amount of grants they issue. For fundamental scientists, it's a pretty great time for you too. Alzheimer's Society have project grants, PhD studentships and two types of fellowships which are now four and five years long, including a larger stipend. Alzheimer's Research UK and Race Against Dementia Fellowship is open and has just extended its deadline to September with five years funding and an amazingly comprehensive career support package. The Wellcome Trust Early Career Researcher Awards are also open and this prestigious scheme provides funding for early career researchers from any discipline who are ready to develop their research identity 
and the next UKRI Future Leaders Fellowship opens around the 6th of September. And again, it's an amazing program for researchers looking to establish themselves or transition to independence, or even looking to develop their own and original ambitious plans. I just realised I'm already at 600 words, or if you're listening to this, four and a half minutes, and I haven't even started to talk about program grants or funding for specific projects. My advice, take a look at the funding page on the Dementia Researcher website, and the team do an awesome job at curating and listing all the relevant funding calls. It does tend to be a little UK-centric, but I know they're trying to make it more international. For those who are reading this and coming to the end of your PhD or your postdoc position, of course there is another way you could go. Applying for a job that comes with funding. Here are a few tips for those in the job market. Number one, get yourself on Twitter. Yes, yes, let's be honest, if you're not already on Twitter, it's probably because you don't want to be, or you don't have time, or you have an allergy to social media. However, bear with me. Recently, I've seen dozens of posts from PIs and lab leaders trailing upcoming jobs before they're officially advertised. Here's one example from 29th of June. We're hiring, looking for a postdoc and stroke senior research associate to study the role of TDP43 in Alzheimer's disease. This project is going to be fire emoji. At least I'm pretty excited. DM me for information. See what I mean? If you weren't on social media, you probably wouldn't have seen that. So get yourself on Twitter, follow everyone in or around the labs you think you'd like to work in, hit the alert button, and you'll get a notification when they post. Get the drop on the competition. Not everyone will agree with this suggestion, however I think you can also bring yourself to the attention of the PI or the lab you'd like to work in by actively engaging with them on social media. Don't immediately slide into their DMs, and for those not on social media, this means sending the person a direct one-to-one message via the website or application. I guarantee they'll look at your profile and see who you are if you start liking, commenting on their posts. It's a natural reaction. You can't help it. They'll remember you. That could be handy when you sit opposite them in an interview or see them at a conference. Once you're confident that you appear to be engaged and not just interested in a job, slide away and make your pitch. Number two, it seems obvious, but become a member on the Dementia Researcher website. Don't just listen to this blog. Go to dementiaresearcher.nhr.ac.uk, click register at the top of the screen, and you'll get a weekly alert about new posts, including jobs. Our team scan all the main websites, including jobs.ac.uk, individual universities, social media, the ALS forum, to bring all the listings into one place. Number three, fall back on the dreaded cold email. I wrote a blog about this last year, so I won't go into the details now because I've already been talking for far too long. But head over to that blog for top tips on how to structure your cold email. Finally, For those who haven't yet started on a path into dementia research, or for those who are thinking of leaving, stick with it and apply for everything. Dementia research remains a priority and funders are doing an amazing job at providing the support you need and fantastically we're seeing rapid improvements. This year we've seen Alzheimer's Association increase support for iStart and students. ARUK publish and deliver a whole new ECR program with mentoring and support and now 
Alzheimer's Society with new grants that have baked in better terms and better deals. Most importantly, the people who benefit your research need you to. I'll be at the AIC and Alzheimer's Europe conference this year, so please do come and say hi. Tell me your tips for getting funding. Thank you for listening. Join the Dementia Research bloggers and share your own views.